where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Happy Election Day, (laughs) Shelby. Yes, a big, big day. Not at all nerve-wracking. I'm totally zen. Don't Mm -hmm. have any anxiety. It's all just fine. It's going to be great. Yeah. You know, just manifesting. They, yes. My office gave us the day off, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, <sighs> yeah. I am planning to go to Wendy's for breakfast in the morning and, you know, just like let that vibe just carry me. I'm just yes. counting on Wendy's to just like, you know, just like take the day. So yeah. I'm hoping to stay off of Twitter and we'll see how long that lasts. I usually do a doomsday scroll every morning, but... You know, it's fine. It's Tuesday. It's the day to get out and vote. Hopefully this uh, podcast can be your company in uh, a long (laughs) voting line. Yeah, your seven hour long line. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's a great opportunity. Uh, Everyone should vote. Some states allow you to still register in person the day of. So even if you think you've missed the chance, obviously you haven't. So, Oh my God, (sighs) Shelby, you should go also to wendy's yeah and then we can do like a live stream oh my gosh how fun would that be gosh yeah we will be the people who announce the who give the play-by-play of the day that would be just revolutionary that's what the people want we're especially me i'm very educated in all of these (laughs) voting you know math and polls we know the electoral college like we get it like the back of my hand baby Mm -hmm. i know all about nebraska's what like six districts or whatever (laughs) powerful stuff um we've never tried an instagram live maybe this is our moment it'll be our our Emily in Paris uh, opportunity. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we learned so much for, about social media from Emily in Paris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll be coming later this week. But um, I also have personal news. Um, if <gasps> anyone follows me on my personal social media, it's it's really not breaking news. But I am <laughs> pregnant, which um, yeah is good news and uh, hopefully uh, not the only good news we get today but I will be on a hiatus I guess all through December and then we'll see how the new year goes but it's happening this month which is pretty weird buckle up everybody (laughs) because that means I have full control of the podcast (laughs) while Shelby's out and let me tell you things are gonna get crazy yeah yeah I don't think I'll give you any of my uh the social media logins, you know, just because we want to maintain like a certain image. How dare you? How dare yeah. you? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, who knows what will play out? Like if Wonder Woman comes out December 25th still, like maybe I'll like power through for an episode or you'll just get, I'll just upload like a, a hour long rant of mine at like three in the morning where I'm just either in love with it or I hate it and it'll just surprise everyone. So you'll submit like a written statement and I'll read it aloud on the air. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But so our last episode this year will be, I guess, Matt's birthday episode right before Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. Yes. Which I'm excited about. Yeah. (laughs) We're watching movies. We're doing research. We're getting ready. I just, oh, I mean, yeah. I just keep hoping. I'm like, okay, Shelby, you can't have the baby until we record that episode because otherwise, what am I going to do? Just talk to myself? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
that's not that's the It'll one episode that I can't replace you on. Oh, so, that is so sweet. Mm. I have one episode. Oh, and then you don't need to come back until May when it's your yeah. birthday episode. So <laughs> you're right. A perfect. long maternity leave from this <laughs> totally <laughs> all time consuming podcast. No, I yeah. We'll have to see how it goes. I feel like if this had happened earlier in the year, it would have been ideal because like clearly we're struggling for content and mm -hmm. maybe that'll still be the case come January. But I mean, the other part of me hopes no and that we finally start to get good movies and like things that I want to watch and talk about. So we'll see what I prioritize, you know, a new baby or P.S. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we usually take time off for Thanksgiving, yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. It's like going to be slower <laughs> anyways, probably. And then, I mean, you, you theoretically, you'll be coming back like around mm -hmm. the time when like Oscar yeah, stuff is starting yeah, yeah. to yeah. move back up. Maybe, maybe the pandemic is ending. <laughs> we have a vaccine, we'll you know, just all president. good things. Yes, uh, that's what we're manifesting right now. It's a good, It's it'll be a good thing. Close also, the, the listeners return. should know that there is a chance that the baby could be born on my birthday, <laughs> in which case the baby has to be named after me. That yeah, is the I, rules I of the don't podcast think we ever got that, that we signed before I, we started the podcast I mean, multiple years ago. So that's binding on that. I really don't remember. Um but, you know, it's uh, paperwork, like everything gets lost, like, you know, COVID, strange times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Yes. No, that's definitely a thing that you definitely agreed <laughs> yeah. to. So yeah, we'll sorry. See. We'll see. But um, other than that, yeah, I mean, I'm doing good. How are, how are you? How is uh, New York City these days? New York City is getting cold. It's getting colder, mm, yeah. uh, which makes the outdoor dining experience a little trickier. It's a lot yeah. of eating quickly in a coat, but <laughs> so it goes. I'm, yeah. you know, really getting into like scalding coffee. Like, just yeah. please just make it as hot as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I just like try to walk really quickly. So just brisk the, walks to mm -hmm. Wendy's. That's what gets yes, you through. <laughs> to Wendy. Well, the problem is the Frosty Chino is iced. I don't know if there mm -hmm. is a hot no, version no. of it. So I'm going to be sitting outside sucking down cold <laughs> coffee tomorrow morning, but it'll be good. Well, good. I, I hope that turns out well for you. I feel like the other thing that has happened, it's been the election and then Halloween was this past mm. uh, week. Mm. And there was a lot of celebrities who dressed up in various costumes, like <laughs> not not the parties that we usually see. But mm. a lot of celebrities did dress up. It was unclear to me on whether or not they were dressing up like and going someplace or they were just dressing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what exactly the situation was. But we did get a number of costumes. Um, mm. Did you have any? favorites or any that like stood out to you oh wow i was unprepared for this question i i tend to not care that much about halloween in the first place and then when i realized like this is just like i get it everyone wants a chance to do something different in these covid times like any break from the monotony of our day-to-day -day is welcome but i also was just like what are you guys dressing up for like i don't i don't get it i don't care that much so I did see my beloved Jason Tarchik and Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelor dressed up as Jen and uh, Brad Pitt on the Zoom call for <laughs> that one show they recently yeah, did, yeah. the live reading. Oh, that's funny. So that was clever, I thought. I appreciated that. And they actually pulled off the look, the grunge sort of weird look. Both of them were rocking mm -hmm. pretty well. 
I'm trying to think of other costumes. Well, <laughs> Kim K was uh, mm-hmm. Carol Baskin with yeah. Jonathan Chebin as um, uh, Joe Exotic. And then all the little kids were dressed up as tigers. Mm-hmm. Also, Mindy Kaling dressed up as... Um, as the girl from that TV show, the Netflix show that you like, that now I'm not remembering the name of. Um, the one about the girl, she's like in high school. Oh, never have I ever. Yes. Never, yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cute. So that was a thing. Very cute. Um, Sean Mendez, in truly the worst Halloween <laughs> costume ever, dressed up as, as like Sean Mendez after he'd been beaten up or something. <laughs> so it was basically Sean Mendez, but he had like a fake bruise on his face. Was so dumb. Him and Camilla, I mean, that whole relationship, that's a whole. That's... Oh my gosh! Did you see the trailer for his new Netflix um, concert? Like, no documentary. Is it weird? Does yes, it look weird? It looks. I mean, just bless his heart. Like, I think he really wants to be something like a sex idol that he'll never be. And there's just something that's so earnest about him. And and I've seen people describe it as like, like the preacher's kid style. Like, there's just that like energy to him, you know. <laughs> Also, he's. I feel like he's so dirty. Like, yeah. like the, him and Camilla both through this whole COVID, it's like they've showered two times. Yeah, no, I don't understand the what trailer. that is. Okay, it's like it's like he's trying to be a rock star. But when like, does this Sean, come out? Sean Mendes, I think like around Christmas or something. Oh, okay. Dang it! Yeah, I was gonna say we could yeah. do that next week, but no. <laughs> yeah. No, but I could talk a lot about that relationship because I agree. There's something just strange i don't know <laughs> yes no there's judgment, something going on there i mean yeah <laughs> so yeah their halloween cut and then i couldn't even figure out what camilla was in the pictures i was yeah very confused well that's what was weird about some of the celebrity posts i saw it was like clearly they just like whipped this together like mm-hmm. in the and i'm like for what like for what end like what what pressures did you feel to have to do a costume at this point it's either like go all out because you want to and you planned it and you're just having fun at home or just don't worry about it you know like don't cut out the m&m and think you're clever like don't it's not worth posting at this point my favorite new trend is the weird obsession with TikTokers uh, of Velma from Scooby-Doo <laughs> and how there was just like whole groups of people who were everybody dressed up as Velma. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand this, but I'm very into it. Okay. And I was like, this is a really funny idea to have a group of friends who all go as like the same person. Like it's a group mm-hmm. costume, but instead of like dressing up as all the Scooby-Doo characters, right. it's just eight people <laughs> all going as Daphne. I was like... I- I'm going to save this away in my brain for later and utilize (laughs) at some point. You know, speaking of TikTok trends, I have to tell this story because it made me laugh so hard. I was just hanging out with my sister and Rob, my husband, and um, I jokingly started asking him the question that I've seen all over TikTok, all over like Twitter now, which is like, hey, if you could go to dinner with me for $100 or go to dinner with the hottest girl in the world for $1,000, what would you do? <laughs> and the idea is that they they have to answer that you're the hottest girl, so they'd still get $1,000. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's a riddle. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But it's like you entrap them or whatever. But Rob like thought about it for like five seconds. You know, He was really trying to get like what the catch uh-huh. was. And then he's like, you know what? I'd go to dinner with the hottest girl, but I'd bring you leftovers. <laughs> 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 so rude. And 
like, sorry, I'm eight months pregnant, and it's just like not even cross your mind that I'm still the hottest girl in the realm. But like, whatever. but it did cross. <laughs> but it did cross his mind that you wanted to eat. Yeah. So exactly. that. <laughs> so, so he really thought he'd like scored some points with that answer. Like he's like, oh, I've got you. Honestly, I love it if somebody <laughs> brought me leftovers. Yeah. So I have that. Of that, in my life. You know, something to look forward to. But yeah, no, that was. That was pretty funny. And I, I thought it was a pretty obvious, like, I'd seen it a lot, but it sounds like you've never seen it. You've no, seen I haven't seen it. Trend. So maybe it's like a very specific. I'm I thought you were going to say, I feel like I've seen so many people on TikTok do the one where they're like, oh, I'm like, I feel ugly or they like sigh <laughs> or whatever and try to get the person to do things. Yeah. I've definitely, I've <laughs> definitely seen a lot of those, but I have yeah, not seen the, the of... dinner riddle question. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's some reactions out there where the husband like catches on immediately and you know wins brownie points because he's like, "Oh, you're but always the hottest." Some <laughs> of those though, I watch them and I'm like, "This looks state, like oh, it's yeah, not 100%. real." So, mm-hmm. did he actually? <laughs> did this person actually get the answer right on the first try, or did they just know? Right. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, bless Rob's heart. I, I honestly, whenever I saw that TikTok video, I was always of the mind like, no one actually thinks they're the hottest person in the world. Like, like. I would go out with the hottest person. You know what I mean? I'd make the money. I'd do what I need, what needs done. <laughs> oh, wait. The, I thought you had to pay to go out with the <laughs> no, person. No, no, no. You get paid. So the idea oh. is that they think, oh, I have to sacrifice $1,000 just to stay with my wife. Oh, reality, gotcha. No, you're okay. paid to go to dinner. <laughs> I was confused because <laughs> I was like... You have to pay more money to eat with the hot person? I mean, like, you must really want the hot person. Okay. Okay. No, no. So Rob. I was suspect of Rob a little bit there. I was like, he's spending a lot of money to eat with this person who's not Shelby, but then he's bringing home leftovers. Okay. Anyways, anyways, I really want to get into this, um, this news of the week. I've been sitting on it since like I think Tuesday when it first Okay. Okay. Yes. But um Kim Kardashian, bless her heart. Oh yes. She, yes. <laughs> she like came to social media to celebrate her 40th birthday. Congrats to her. And mm-hmm. she made a big pronouncement where she tells this story that um uh she's like after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine i surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal just for a brief moment in time and she does this instagram and twitter dump where she just posts all these photos of like 40 to 50 guests like all hanging out on this private island having a very un you know covid social distancing whatever kind of life and it's like we get it like all these celebrities can do things we can never do and anyone rich Mm -hmm. and like anyone with influence has been able to do travel and like whatever else but then she really stepped in it with her second tweet that was basically like and i know this isn't something everyone can do but i'm truly humbled by how privileged my life is (laughs) lol which is just iconic and um uh i guess i would argue sort of an oxymoron um but you know at least she acknowledged i guess was her attempt that she was trying to sort of come ahead of of a 
of a pushback that was bound to happen and she was trying to be like see I try I did everything right so you guys can't hate on me but of course everyone immediately hated on her called it tone deaf sh- shouted out the privilege made a meme of this idea that you can oh, yes, fly I love the, meme. the island mm-hmm. it's just a totally different life and I mean I'm just I'm just curious what you thought of it because to me it's like why post about it? You know, like why, why invite this criticism that you know is coming when you could have just held on to those memories for yourself, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, I think that the weird thing here is that in general, the Kardashians and, you know, rich influencer people, like their whole thing is that they're obviously way more privileged than us, but that's what they're posting about all the time. And we are like weirdly into it, you know? So (laughs) I can see how the Kardashians, they go on these extravagant vacations all the time to all different kinds of places uh, and post about it. And people are like, Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Like, I wish I could do this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But now then the difference is obviously that it's COVID times and it's like, you know, we're at war with a disease <laughs> that's ravaging the entire world. And then also there's this election coming up. There's just so much going on. So that yeah. for her to be bragging about this situation seems tone deaf. But then at the same time, it's like, you can see how if she went on this vacation and didn't post anything about it, and then it came out in the news, like, wait, the Kardashians took 50 people to whatever this island was and (laughs) told none of them to post it on social media. Then it would seem like they were hiding from it. So I guess the solution is just like, you don't, because it's such a terrible time, you just suck it up and (laughs) don't do whatever you were supposed to do. Right. But honestly, I mean, not to that same extent, but I feel like people have been doing this the entire time where they're going to weddings, they're doing Mm -hmm. birthday parties, they're doing bachelorette excursions, all kinds of stuff. And they all are sort of like, look, we know that we shouldn't probably be doing this, (laughs) but we really wanted to. So we're going to like kind of come up with an excuse for why this isn't all that bad. And yeah, I don't know. My main takeaway was looking at the pictures. I did not think that the trip looked that good. I was like, (laughs) as far as Kardashian parties go, this looks really lame. There was like a birthday cake with a Barbie sticking out the top. I was like, this looks like trash. Well, they couldn't like hire their usual party planners. You know, it was all home homemade. You know, it was DIY. Either way, (laughs) it it looked bad. It did not look like that great of a trip. You know, well, it was pretty funny too because Chloe Kardashian was then on the Ellen show for some reason and uh, was asked about this backlash. And Chloe was like, Yeah, I mean, it was her 40th, you know, <laughs> like, hello, that she had to celebrate. And meanwhile, it's like, Oh, I, I had a birthday too and I didn't get to celebrate. And so it's like, it's just like the layers of tone deafness, I think, is what's starting to frustrate people with celebrity culture in general in these days is just like, yeah, not only did they go on the party, not only did they post about it, but then they can't even like empathize with the frustration of people who are like, maybe yeah. you shouldn't have done this. And um, and then even after that week, Kendall Jenner hosted a hundred person plus Halloween party for her birthday over the weekend, which is against California rules mm-hmm. and clearly wasn't allowed. And she had asked people not to post to social media, but then ended up doing it herself too. So it was all very messy, very confusing. And their excuse was, well, we did rapid testing 
before anyone could come up. And it's like, well, that in itself is a privilege that you get access to test just because you want to party. And also that doesn't work all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I think that isn't that what they did at the White House, whatever that was. And then like 15 people got coronavirus. Yeah. So So. it was just it was a bad week for the Kardashians. And they were just, you know, they as Chloe put it, it's been a frustrating year. And uh, they just wanted to be over it. (laughs) This is this is this is how this goes everybody everyone is going to have a birthday coming up everyone is going to have something that they want to celebrate you know it's like this is not something that's only going on for a couple months it's been (laughs) it's it's going to be at least a year probably longer and you just have to suck it up for the good of everybody else (laughs) yes maybe you're turning 30 but you know what whatever party that you wanted to have when you turn 30 you can just have it when you're 31 like it's (laughs) not that weird everyone will understand everyone will get on board like just do something real small to celebrate being 30 whatever and then next year you know you can take your entire group of friends on a gondola tour (laughs) of France like you know whatever you want to do but you can do it next year and honestly you know use this year to save up that money so that you can spend it next year like that's that thing. forward thinking really woke I know. Matt. i'm so you know, proud of you i'm i'm learning so much <laughs> such growth really mm-hmm. man if matt can have this much change from march to november just think of like how so many of us can can be better than who we were then you know this is really transforming. so true so true everybody so learn from me <laughs> your role model um <laughs> My favorite story of this week that I feel like we need to talk about is this, um, the Trump campaign PSA for coronavirus Mm. spreadsheet that came out. So Donald Trump, I guess, or people in his administration (laughs) decided that they should have some kind of like PSA ad for like anti-coronavirus, like we all need to come together kind of a thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. So someone at the administration was tasked with getting celebrities to appear in this video that was that has not happened and i don't think is going to happen but so they put together this spreadsheet of of 274 different (laughs) celebrities who they thought like might want to be in this like reached out to all these people trying to get people to be involved well clearly celebrities (laughs) like know that being associated with trump is sort of like a kiss of death in a lot of ways so a lot of people were said no or like hardly any people responded because on this you could see on this document you could see like the celebrity um whether or not they had agreed to be in the video or and then sort of like the demographics that they were in uh you know to try to i guess like a appeal to a bunch of group of people <laughs> like some of them were sort of like african-american uh lgbt but then bon jovi and his demographic it said elderly and i was like <laughs> does that mean they think bon jovi is elderly or that bon jovi appeals to elderly people i don't know but the weirdest part was that next to everybody's name there was like a note section about whether or not they were a democrat or a republican and this and the stuff that was written in these notes is just <laughs> wild and i read i read like almost the entire document just because i was so fascinated by like what these people were thinking mm-hmm. um so like next to cardi b's name it says arrested with misdemeanor assault and two counts of reckless endangerment in 2018 endorsed biden for president it's like 
Uh, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, uh, Robert Downing Jr., not a Trump supporter, but identifies as conservative. Um, <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown wore two political pins during the 2017 MTV Movie and TV Awards, blue ribbon recognizing the American Civil Liberties Union, <laughs> and a light blue ampersand pin in honor of Gay Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation Together movement. <laughs> Millie is only 16 and cannot vote until 2024. It's like, what? <laughs> What are these notes? Like, it was just so wild to sit there and read through all of this. Yeah. I sent it to you right away. I was like, Shelby, (laughs) please enjoy. Yeah, there are a lot of weird notes that just make me feel for the the interns and the assistants who had to put that together and and scroll through social media looking for pens and um, any political leaning posts or outfits or uh, (laughs) tweets. So... Bless their hearts. It, it didn't. It didn't amount to anything, and I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many, yeah, just like things about whether or not the celebrities support gay marriage, and I was like, I bet probably every single person on this list, like, n- you're not going to find someone here who's going to right. openly not support that at this point. <laughs> so it's like, Trump could hope, yeah. <laughs> I know, Ugh, wild, but <laughs> for goodness, such a fu- just a weird, funny spreadsheet. Which, if you're looking for like a good distraction, go mm, troll yes. through that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In um, in less pleasant news, but it was still took my breath away. Um, Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green have been going through a divorce and it's not been great. Um, Brian Austin Green has made it known that he does not like how fast Megan Fox has moved on with um, Machine Gun Kelly, who you might remember from the Netflix movie. Oh, yes. Um, um, he turned. He was the uh, he fireman was the and then he got dunked in the tub. What was that movie even called? Oh, with Jamie Fox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Power, power project, power project. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they've been living their life and Brian Austin Green has sort of slipped into her comments or made shady comments on his own Instagram. Who is this person? Who is Brian? Is he an actor? Yeah, he's kind of, I mean, yeah, I I have never heard this list. He's not like, he's probably most famous for being married to Megan Fox for so long. Um, but she's not even that famous at this point. Okay, yeah, I mean, but people know who she is. <laughs> I mean, you'd recognize her on the street. You know, it's Megan Fox. Okay, he Let's was it, he was <laughs> he was on The Masked Singer this season, but oh, only for nice. three episodes, so he must not have done very well. Yeah. Well, anyways, he's been sort of making shady comments about how she's not been a great mom or she's been distracted with this new romance blah 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 and so anyways this last evening i guess saturday or sunday he posted a photo of their like halloween celebrations and he included a photo of one of their sons and megan fox (laughs) jumped into the comments and she just ripped him a new one she was like she did not hold back and this is like something that should have been a private text message, IMHO. But she was like, why didn't you crop him out of that? We already discussed that we're, we don't want the kids on the social media, but you're using this as like a, you're so intoxicated with feeding the pervasive narrative that I'm an absent mother and you are the eternally dedicated dad of the year. You only have them half the time. Congratulations. You truly are a remarkable human. (laughs) 
And she just like left that in his comments. Obviously, everyone on the internet saw it because, you know, comments by celebrities pulled it. Obviously, anyone who follows either of them, that'll be, you know, the algorithm pushes it up as a top comment. (laughs) So it was pretty uh, wild. I feel like that is just some dirty laundry to be airing on social media. But also, I'm kind of like, well, he's been poking that bear for quite a while in his own way. So I can see why she decided to snap in such a public forum, but (laughs) still no holds barred. You know, I think these times are just getting to everybody. People are slipping up in ways that they normally wouldn't. And I don't know where their publicists are, but they are not around to be dealing with any of this. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it really just, I was stunned and, you know, I enjoyed it, but it is also sad, but it's also just such a, yeah, it's just a 2020 story. You you know, know, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. Mm -hmm. It's not that bad. They'll be good. (laughs) They're rich. Yeah. The kids are fine. It was a bad photo. You couldn't even see details. It's like, um, do you want to get into love it or hate it? Oh yeah. 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 What do you have for us? (laughs) Okay. I mean, I was going to talk about the Borat movie because I did watch that with my husband and it was fine. But, oh, um, I really want to just warn people away from The Holiday, which is now on Netflix and oh. is currently number one. It's it's touted as their first like rom-com. We almost holiday. covered that this week. So <laughs> yeah. hard pass. Um, it's uh, Emily, Emma Robertson. Um, yeah. Holiday romance, you know, Netflix has been trying to do more of those over the years. And this sort of started off their Christmas season, their holiday season. And it's about this grumpy girl who's recently been dumped and her parents are wondering when she'll ever get married and everyone around her is happy and her little brother gets engaged on Christmas and she's like well I just hate how I feel so pressured at all these holiday events meets a sexy Australian I think who's also similarly turned off by the pressures that holidays put on dating and so he just wants someone he can take to holiday parties and at first I was like why did this start on Christmas day is this all going to take place in a single day but it turns out they want dates to every sort of holiday like from St. Patrick's Day to Labor Day to you know the bigger this sounds this sounds like the plot of um what was that movie that was this but with weddings that I loved so much yeah it's literally just Um, like that but it's about plus one yeah okay and this is a Netflix movie and it is very bad and everyone in it is very bad Kristen Chenoweth plays some sort of horny aunt which I think is like her new (laughs) get out of these movies I know I don't know what she's doing but it's not worth Working. And um, I really almost turned it off, except I had nothing else to watch, which is sort of the curse of 2020. So mm-hmm. I ended up finishing it. And I was just like, this never got good. There was nothing good about it. And like, Netflix has managed to pull off some interesting rom-coms. And I think people can enjoy those. But this was just so unwatchable and it's number one on netflix right now well and I just am so, sad so about was it. so was the wrong missy you know we have to <laughs> keep coming back to that was it was it worse <laughs> than that couldn't have been there's no i way. don't know i mean that's an interesting that's an interesting question i'd really have to examine it because in some ways there's just absolutely 
nothing about this that worked from the acting itself to the premise and the <laughs> I just I don't know if I'm well, just being a grump, but I people like should it. just go watch plus one then because it's basically the same <laughs> plot except for weddings. And I thought that movie was freaking hysterical. Yeah, and it stars did. the girl from um Pen Fifteen, which is also really fun. Mm, if yeah. you you watch that yeah. instead. What do we feel like Netflix's hit rating is at this point? Because it's so it's <laughs> tough. I feel like sometimes we're like, oh, Netflix has had some good stuff recently. Yeah. But then other times it's just so bad. I watched Rebecca, that was a disaster. <laughs> uh obviously whatever that one with the uh with Machine Gun Kelly and the pills was bad. Uh <laughs> Just like everything we've covered this year. But then I loved Hubie Halloween, and you really liked that one with the woman in the coffin in the bottom of the ocean with Charlize Theron. Oh my gosh, that was so good. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I think Netflix, you know, it's hard too because some of this isn't like their ideas. They just buy bad movies. They just buy it, especially this year because things are like maybe (laughs) that was supposed to come out in theaters or something. Oh, I doubt it. I 100% (laughs) doubt it. This was trash and I think everyone involved knew it, but do you have a love it or are we staying in the hate it realm? Uh, No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a love it or a hate it, but I felt like I, so I read Dune, which we've, I've talked about here, I think a couple of times now, Um, but I finished it finally. And I felt like that it was such an achievement that I needed to talk about it, you know, either way. It was obviously, it's a movie. It's a, well, it's, it's a book. Written in 1965 by Frank Herbert. It's supposed to be a movie that came out this December with Timothy Chalamet and a bunch of other famous people in it. It got bumped to October, but I read it anyways. It's like 800 <laughs> and some pages. Um, and basically the plot of it is that this royal sort of family, the Atreides, who are, I don't know, sort of like galactic lords or whatever. There's all these different like like royal type families in the this galaxy and they sort of get shipped off to this desert planet and there's some like intrigue and nefarious plans with these other families against them and so the first half of the book is sort of like will they be deposed like is someone's trying to assassinate them so it was sort of a game of thronesy type feel except for an outer space instead of medieval mm-hmm. and then the second half is kind of this like uh you know they're on this desert planet like out in the desert it's more of like a survival kind of book mm-hmm. and i had heard that dune was very boring and very confusing and very weird <laughs> and okay. so i was sort of bracing to really not be into it and i thought it was honestly a lot more readable and fun than i thought it was going to uh, the weird stuff wasn't that weird, I didn't think. And it moved fast. Like, I think it took me less than a month to read it, which it's a long book. And mm. if we remember from me finishing Bleak House, which took me mm. like a year and a half to finish, I was worried that this might be that kind of slog, but it wasn't. <laughs> so I don't know. I think if you're like a sci-fi person and you're excited to watch Dune next year, like maybe read the book because I can't imagine how they're going to try to fit all of this into <laughs> Uh, a movie well are you but, gonna watch the the movie from the 80s i heard that's bad <laughs> i don't know i mean i have really no urge to at this point maybe right. i will like before the next one before the timothy chalamet version comes out because it doesn't have like david bowie in it or something oh, yeah, i don't know because I, I thought i thought the new dune movie was split so it's only doing half well, of the novel I thought so too, but then the character that Zendaya is playing is really only in the second half of the book. So then I was trying to figure out if they're splitting it up, 
how is that going to work? But there's multiple books in the series. So then I was thinking, well, maybe they're, maybe they're doing like the first movie is this book. And then the second movie is like one of the other books or something. Mm, I don't know. Curious. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I'm not going to read it. I think Rob tried to at some point, but I'm glad you finished it. I read. Yeah. I read some books while you while you worked through that. So. Oh yeah, I got a text from Shelby that was like, "I read eight books while you were reading Dune." It's like, okay, I mean, you asked. Okay, I was just way to providing the information like, that you requested. It's hard to see you up there on your high horse, Shelby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of them are. You know, they're not great when you're when you're reading that many books in a year. It turns out. Have but... you read Luster? That's what I'm reading right now. Um. No. It sounds it's vaguely also, familiar. It's, it's not great. It's not great. Okay. I would avoid. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. Well, we'll be back on Thursday. Yes. Uh, to, to discuss. A new, to a new world order. Maybe, new, well, maybe we'll something see. positive and not civil war. <laughs> yes. If there are still, if there's still electricity <laughs> and you're still living on Thursday, there yes, will be a podcast yes. about Emily in Paris because that is really the most important thing to be covering exactly, at this point. Yes, we we joke to keep from crying, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. We're at PSU Wrong. You can leave us a review at Apple mm. Podcasts, which nobody did this week. So rude on that so point. Uh, you can also send us an email at PSU Wrong at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we'll be back on Thursday. Bye.